This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning. What a great reason for me to get up this morning. I could still be in bed. I could. My old joints <laughs> would be laying there quietly, minding their own business and not screaming at me. But I'm here in the studio, and I have a great reason to do that, because with me are two people I have known for a very long time and who have been contributing to this community for a very long time. Jim Anderson and Pat O'Shaughnessy are here this morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good, Good to morning. see you. Good morning. So normally you're here and you're talking about balloons. Um, well, or Pat, you're here and talking about festival. Today, we're talking about a new world for Festival of Trees, a new a new way forward. So, explain to everybody what's going on with Festival of Trees. Well, first of all, again, thanks for having us. And, yeah, it seems like uh, once a week or once a month <laughs> we're sharing microphones here, which, which is good news because that means there's a lot going on. Um, festival of Trees, this will be the... 24th year for Festival of Trees, and some folks want to know how many more years it's going to be presented to the community, and I just point them to Salt Lake City, who this year will be celebrating their 51st Festival of Trees. So so we're just youngsters uh, across the the country in that regard. But the Board of Balloons Over Vermilion unanimously agreed uh, to, uh, to take on the baton, if you will, from OSF Healthcare for, for this wonderful community event. Uh, the, the hospital had been giving consideration to a change in their business plan through the foundation for a couple of years. And that information had gotten back to us, and so we actually started conversations, uh, um, well, what would it be? A couple Pat, of years yeah, ago. At least a couple of years ago, uh, about making certain that should they decide to do so, uh, that we would be interested in talking to them about uh, continuing uh, what's turned out to be just a marquee legacy event in this community. Mm-hmm. So that having been said, um, <coughs> we finalized our discussions uh, with the hospital uh, uh, in the early part of this year. And, uh, you know, from there, it's uh, the next chapter, if you will, of Festival of Trees. So, And it's a new chapter, Pat. I mean, it's... it's you know, you've been with festivals since the beginning, I think, uh, as far back as I can remember, because I was around <clears> then, too. Um, and it's always been a major project for you to get up and get running. And it's a little, it, we're going to talk some about, you know, there, there's a lot involved. It's a bunch of Christmas trees, but <laughs> it's a little trickier than that. Um, but so for you, um, what does this mean for it? Because we all know, theoretically, Volunteer events end after 15 years. Everybody gets tired, goes home, and says, I can't do it anymore. But our folks keep coming back, and it not only for festival, but balloons too. I mean, that's what's so great. But tell me about festival from your perspective now that it's in this, has this structure underneath it. Well, <clears throat> you know, we, we ran, <clears throat> excuse me, we ran balloons a little different from our old mentor, Ron Crick, and it was always our event you know Mm -hmm. the decisions were made right there balloons is always and from the very beginning we knew we might have been the co-chair or the chair of it but the buck stopped at the hospital you know what they wanted to do what their decisions were were theirs obviously it was their monies the monies were going back to theirs. so it's a little different in that sense and a lot of us have experience 
in being chair of the Festival of Trees. We knew we had that experience. Jim actually was at the foundation for a few years, so he mm-hmm. had some of the back room. But we had never done the things that Jim and I and our committee do for balloons. Angie or Debbie or whoever was the, the, the head of the foundation for fundraising always did those um, those jobs. So we kind of, at least I, I had forgotten that, I think. And I think that the getting the... The groundwork started was a little harder than maybe it's our age too. Well, was um, there is know, that? Just, but you know, opening up bank accounts, getting names, sure, getting sure, DBAs, sure. da da da, things that we just wanted to you know close balloons Double. over a million and start setting up trees. But there was a lot of devils in the details. Exactly, and you know, luckily we have the hospitals help this year. Um, that was part of our agreement that we got so many hours of, of Angie and Debbie's oh, good. time good. Um, to get their playbook, as you will, if you will, that uh, on how to do the backroom stuff. And uh, the volunteers have, have stayed with it. Uh, we do, we, we kind of meet with them differently than we did in the past with Festival 2. Instead of meeting all together, we, we kind of have different areas, and we just keep in contact with them. And we had some retirees. We had some new. We brought in some youth, which is a good thing, good. as we've done with Balloons 2. And Whereas Jim said 53 days away, and it every time he says that, it scares the heck out of me <laughs> because it seems like we need 83 more days. But uh, it, it's coming together, and it will be there um, by the time November 12th opens in the gala. Well, you have you also have a, a new director at the arena, so you got somebody new there to work with. So that new hockey team in, to, and a new yeah, I mean you got you got new things to deal with this time. So and we've that's worked out good. a three-year agreement with the with the arena so we will we know our dates at least for the next three years and um with cooperation with the hockey team obviously they're starting up and they need home dates and would like dates and it it, it's an inconvenience to them and somewhat because they're they're on the road for at least a week and a half while we take over the arena yeah that's they've been cooperative with us too that's good that's good so um when you when you when you said yes and then came out of your shock and realized what you that you had said yes um what what are you looking at okay we're multiple years into a bunch of christmas trees and you know and and i know uh as we think back to the old balloon classic days that was always our thing it's like okay this is going well this didn't work and what are we going to do to make crick was always on that what how's next year going to be better and different so what did you do how did you start looking at that well, I, and, and as you mentioned, that's the first thing that Ron always looked at was yep. what can we improve and what's bringing people back and what's keeping people away if they are staying away. So, you know, in a lot of respects, uh, we're not reinventing the wheel. You know, we've found that there are a number of events which have, uh, uh, which the community really wraps their arms around. And once we make a formal announcement uh, as to the uh, uh, the times, the dates, the prices, the events, and those kinds of things, I think you're going to see smiles across the community. Um, you know, one, one, of the, uh, one of the events which was new in 2019, which was the last event, uh, was an escape room, uh, which, mm. was, which was put together by uh, uh, James Peplow out of Watchfire. And we're going to be bringing that back again. That was extremely popular. Obviously, the Princess Tea Party has become... <clears throat> kind of a capital letter event uh, for the festival as well. Uh, the ladies' luncheon is always an early sellout. Um, so, you know, the the festival itself will not look, ex- you know, extraordinarily different from what people have come to uh, to expect for the last 23 years. 
One of the things that's fun about uh, festival is all the creativity. So you have all these people who decorate trees and they all have different themes and different ideas and it's always interesting to walk through there. You can say, well, it's just decorated Christmas trees, but everyone is different. Everybody takes a different approach and everybody puts in a whole heck of a lot of time, as I recall. We uh, <clears throat> will be having an open house for our designers uh, within the next week, and I believe, if memory serves me, there were 170 wow. uh, invitations, if you will, that were sent out to, uh, to current and, and past designers. So uh, we've got a pretty extensive roster of folks that will uh, help us bring this up out of the ice. Okay. And well, like the balloon event, Linda, you know, it doesn't happen without sponsors. Yep. And, um, just gonna, yeah. and our number one you know, sponsor of both balloons and, and this event is the Julius W. Hegler II Foundation. And uh, they've, you know, the, Julius, this is really where he got involved in the hospital. And you want to see small things grow. He, you know, this started with a $10,000 sponsorship of Polar Express. Uh, that yeah, Bob I remember. Richards encouraged remember him to do the Polar Express. Yep. And, and it grew, you know, into many, many, many days or many, many, many gifts to the hospital in the millions from that one entrance into balloons or into a festival of trees. And Iroquois has been, Iroquois Foundation has been with us. And of course, OSF will continue to be a sponsor, a major sponsor of the event too. But uh, we are looking for more sponsors. Uh, if you haven't received a package, call me. Um, and if you don't call me, I'll probably be calling you. <laughs> <to say. laughs> but um, you know, we have a we have a different sponsor base. Some are similar, diff- but some are different from from the festival and 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 unlike or from the balloons and not unlike balloons. A lot of them have been there for twenty three years. Yeah, absolutely. And are coming back for the twenty four. We're gonna we're gonna go to break. Come back and talk a little bit more, not only about the event itself, but really about what events like this mean to a community like ours. And we will do that in just a moment on Newsmakers fourteen ninety WDAN. WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with two guys I've known a long time. Jim Anderson, Pat O'Shaughnessy. They just wrapped up balloons over Vermilion, and now it's time to decorate the Christmas trees for Festival of Trees, which comes up November, what's the date? November 13 will be the first day that it's open to the general public. We'll have a sponsor gala, sponsor and designer gala on November 12th, but we'll be open to the general public from the 13th through the 17th. And uh, so... One or both of you, let's talk for a minute about community events. You know, it's um, everything changes, the world evolves, uh, everything moves forward. Uh, volunteers are getting more challenging to recruit, quite frankly, in just about everywhere. Uh, it's a time issue. It's um, some of the younger folks don't want to commit uh, their time, and I certainly understand. They watched all of us <laughs> what we did when we worked twenty four seven. And they said, no, not going to do that. So it's not that they don't care. It's just that they're pickier about what they do with their time. So a major event like this, you were successful with balloons, had plenty of volunteers as far as I know. Uh, And you said you've got a lot of volunteers coming back from festival, which has now been around for quite a while. Where does this all fit in our community as a whole? Because I don't think we really appreciate that that much. Well... 
with regard to volunteers, uh, as you just mentioned, we have we have a core group uh, that calls us. We don't have to call them. What we find with uh, with the younger folks in our community is that they can become truly passionate about mm-hmm. something. Uh, there are more time commitments, more family commitments, more dual income household uh, situations than perhaps you know you and I and Patrick uh, had to deal with at the same stage, but. Um, it's really a question of, of connecting passion to a purpose. And when people realize that uh, this particular community event, all the dollars stay in this community, that they may truly have family members which will benefit as a result of the dollars that are going to support youth-focused and family-focused activities across the county, that can stir a passion in people. It truly can. And with a lot of volunteers, as you and I have found over the decades, it's a lot of it's just a question of asking. Yep. You know, a lot of people are waiting for a phone call saying, can you help? Because there's nothing much more self-satisfying than being able to help someone. And if you can step forward in a volunteer capacity, that gives you a lot of self-satisfaction while realizing that you're helping uh, achieve an objective. Well, and one of the things that I've, I've noticed over the years, because I learned about, a lot about volunteering uh, under you, um, at, at Balloon Classic and all the years that you headed up volunteers. So one of the things that I've noticed that uh, we are often very bad about is connecting that passion, connecting people to a passion, helping them find a passion, helping them feel like they're really a part of what's happening. I think we very often say, yeah, we need volunteers. Okay, sign up. All right, you go over there and stand. And we don't necessarily help them understand how critically important they are and why what they will do will matter so much to the overall success of the event. And I think sometimes we fail at that. Um, and we probably need to do a better job. I know you've always been really good at that, both of you, in looking at somebody and going, yeah, I need you, and I need you to do this, and this is why I need you to do this, because... But you know, when they show up now, Linda... They really get engaged. That's good. And we had several new volunteers <clears throat> this year for balloons that had never been, mostly because I, we hadn't asked them. Right. And they came out and did new jobs that they'd never been, like driving a golf cart. And I, I Tim Bunton and Mary Ellen came out, had never done that. They loved it. Sign me up for next year. You know, John Heckler loves that job. Steve Miller loves that. They've never volunteered for that thing. And and they came out and they did it. And what now? Can I work another shift? What more can I do? Where else? Yeah, can that's what help? I'm saying. And, you, you and that's trigger, the engagement that Jim's you pull talking that trigger. about. That, yeah. And some, I, you know, a lot of people think, well, you just pull it out there, like you said, volunteer. I think more. Maybe you have to ask more than we used to 20 years ago. But once you get them, I think you've got them, and I think it'll be the same thing. Well, you know, the, the, it's all automatic now. It's not so much calling. We have the same website that we'll use that we used for uh, balloons. In fact, we took it from festival and used it at balloons when we started with balloons you know it's all online tells you your job you sign up your hours you can sign up with a friend if it's a dual job and um, that's all automated and mary does a great job with that and that'll get started here real soon as will ticket sales for special events we hope they go on sale on um, october 1st for all the the events it can be bought online our website will go live and then the tickets will go live or they can buy them directly at the Palmer Arena. But those are all pre-sold tickets. And they go fast, as you know. 
so they need to buy them quick when they, Absolutely. When they do go online. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I remember the days when the the phone the phones would just blow up and and uh, surely you have one more ticket to Santa's <laughs> just breakfast. Just my boy please. has to go. Yeah, my daughter's coming from St. Louis. <laughs> I know, I you know. Can squeeze another one in, though. So which don't I wait. Think, which I think is one of the reasons myself. That balloons and festival have always mattered so much to people because it's very much a family event. Like you look back at our history and you see um, people come and family coming in from all over the place to ride the Polar Express together mm-hmm. and drink hot chocolate. Or well, you see Dr. Labayog and his family on in the mall in their pajamas. Uh, absolutely, the Polar Express. I mean, and that's... those <laughs> things all really matter to people. It's not just a Let's go have some fun. Uh, really, Jim, it's it's having fun, but with a purpose. And I, I we need to mention that again, why this whole event is so important to well, OSF uh, Sacred Heart. And and again, we've talked about uh, just the wonderful transition assistance that we've received from the staff at the hospital uh, in terms of, uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier, passing the baton. Uh, one of our arrangements with the hospital is that uh, in exchange for that help, uh, we will be dedicating a portion of the proceeds uh, actually over the next five years uh, back to the hospital. Uh, the hospital will determine you know, what they wish to do with those proceeds, but this year in particular, those dollars will be going back to the Bobette Steely Hegler Cancer That's Care a, Center yeah. uh, for, I want to say, phase two of a multi-phase that improvement. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, multi-phase improvement project at the Cancer Care Center. So we're excited about that. We think our patrons will be excited about that. And if you can't marry passion to purpose over cancer care, then, you know, I want to pinch you and see what's wrong with you. <laughs> amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Yeah, the, uh, and, and you're all going to be hearing more about that, uh, certainly about the linear accelerator uh, and what our cancer center is going to turn into, which is pretty amazing. And you'll be hearing more about that in the future right here on this show. We're going to come back and talk with Pat and Jim more in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Jim Anderson and Pat O'Shaughnessy who are heading up Kicking Off Festival of Trees. That event will come up November 13th. 13th. It will open to the public at the arena as it has for many years. Well, actually, not for the last couple of years, but it will again. And, uh, wow, uh, that's exciting to get to go down there. They're, they're really, uh, we we talk about balloons and putting smiles on kids' faces, but that's a lot of smiles that tre- decorated trees put on people's faces, too. Oh, it, it's just, it's that's how we all get paid, yep. you know, is, is in smiles. Uh, and, and we get paid well. <laughs> In that regard. Absolutely. So um, if people are interested in volunteering, since it's been a couple of years, we've had a little lag time, what are some of the things that uh, people might be able to do uh, or volunteer to do to help you? Well, there's no car parking, Ed. There's no, that's <laughs> so right. you're not going to be in a dusty <laughs> no. field at the airport waving <laughs> a flag. And before we got back into the balloon business, that's how I would approach it and say, we don't have any jobs like that old balloon yeah, classic. Right. And then I had to backtrack and say, hey, we need you to do those old jobs. But um, obviously, it's all indoors. A lot of it's monitoring. You know, we call them festival elves that are simply going around and 
you know, smacking the kids off the uh, the bid boards that are putting you know Linda Bolton eight thousand dollars on a tree bid. But, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be a little short of that this you know, year. Just answering questions and and being our our PR people down on the on the floor. There's people c- baking cookies, which they don't bake a lot anymore. They throw like one batch in over. Well, the, you know, as long as you know, get that they smell can't keep going. Up. You know, the first couple of years we, yeah, we had three oh, ovens remember. going and you, you were wearing people out. The you smell gotta, alone would just drive yeah, you so nuts. Yeah, so they put a few in there just to get the smell going, but they're all pre-baked now. And, <laughs> um, taking tickets at the front door, handing out programs. It's, it's pretty easy work actually to do that. And again, it's all automated and that'll go up soon too for people to start signing up for those shifts. And, you know, I think we saw a lot of pent-up demand for balloons, and we wondered you know, if they would come out sure. again. yeah. You know, and we just got swamped on Friday night. It was an absolute beautiful day for Danville to see 16,000 people, and we've never had a Friday night like that. And I think you're going to see the same thing at the arena. I think, you know, again, it hasn't been there for a couple of years. Uh, they want to see it again. They want to be out again. Um, and... So if you're waiting to buy tickets, again, when they go on sale, don't wait, because I think you're going to see those sell quickly, too, because, it's again, it's entertainment for their children that they haven't had well, or for the adults. Yeah, and, there's, and there, you know, there's just moments. There's moments when, when the balloons glow. There's moments when the balloons lift up and take off. Uh, there's moments when you walk into uh, the arena and see those lights that make it a special experience. And that, I think that's why people come back. It's... Yeah. Well, that's why they come back, and and we love to uh, uh, to play host to folks from outside the community. And when we sit down and visit with them, you know, their eyes are as big as silver dollars. And it's you know, how did you folks put this together? And the story is, we've been building this for twenty three years, and uh, there's a lot of steps in that process. But uh, uh, anyone who comes and sees it is is just uh, you know takes their breath away. It truly does. And we'd be remiss if we didn't mention our great co-chairs this year, too, that uh, are helping Jim and I and the rest <laughs> of the team carry a lot of the weight. Uh, Mark and Jana Goodwin, who stepped up. Jana actually chaired this with a couple different people for probably seven or eight years, maybe. Um, now they're they're helping us do it as we find out new things every, yeah. for, for well, the first year that we're doing it all, doing it all. And they've been wonderful to work with and We'll continue to lead the team. But I think that's November. The, I think that's one of the secrets of our community. I think that we do, we do share. Well, you know, we've been in this phase where we kind of beat ourselves up that we're not doing this and we're not doing that. But our community is very good about sharing, um, and and helping. And so we have a lot of things that happen around here that are a blend of experience and newbies. Well, and there was, you know, Janice certainly put her in her time at this event and could have said, you know, I did that. For, <laughs> I did that. But there was no hesitancy. She jumped right in, and then Jim said, well, Mark's got to come with you this time. And he did. So we didn't see that conversation, but he was at the next <laughs> meeting. So we're, uh, we're glad to have them. That's and, just a personal conversation. And, we won't share it. Well, she has, you know, a lot more experience with the immediate committee too the sure that's what i'm saying she led them for many many years too so so, so experience you her. love bringing in the new people but it's good to have a little experience there that's been through a few things here and there and experienced a few things so for everybody again um festival will open to the public on november 13th they'll they'll be back debbie will be back somebody will be back uh, we'll talk more about this as we go forward tickets go on sale remember it's the special events that always need tickets at a time otherwise you just show up at the arena and buy your ticket and go in and, and enjoy the, the trees. But 
the website will be up soon, and you can go Very there soon. and get more details and find out about volunteering. If you want to sponsor, call me. Two one seven two six zero six seven one six. You can always find Pat O'Shaughnessy. Two one seven two six zero six seven one six. We'll shoot you out a sponsor package or just tell you all about it. Linda, you won't me. be disappointed. Thank Linda taught me that you need to say it three times. You do. Two's probably close <laughs> We will talk again, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Join me tomorrow. Laura Williams will continue her farewell tour from DAC. She'll have Stephanie Higgins' uh, GED success story. And we'll talk to her tomorrow on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.